Hi everyone, again, welcome to my channel. I'm Divine Grace Corsho. I'm coach and entrepreneur, uh, founder of Digital Consultancy and Services. So today is very special because we have guests right now uh, where uh, she is a founder of uh, Outsourcing Angel and then she is uh, really specialized with virtual assistants. So Yes, so Lynn, how are you today? I'm really good. I'm excited to be here to have this conversation with you, Divine, and hopefully help others to learn more about virtual assistants. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, can you, you know, say something about, you know, about your business? Sure. So Outsourcing Angel for me, I started in 2015. Uh, we help business owners to free up time to do what they love and just outsource all the mundane work to virtual assistants from the Philippines, which is where you're from, right? And um, yeah, and so we help business owners with tasks like marketing, especially in marketing and admin work. Now, you know, prior to that, I had a marketing agency. So I was helping to project manage for, for the client, you know, website, SEO, and all, but still using virtual staff. But then I thought, you know, why don't I change the business model to make it easy for everybody, which is instead of me passing the message to people, I just give you the person that you need, the right person you need, guide you to how to work with the VA and the VA, and also support the VA. You know, at the end of the day, VAs are still people that work online with you. And if you don't have that community feeling and, and engagement with them, they might not last with you because What's the point of training and hiring a VA if you can't keep them to be with you as you grow your business? So that's when Outsourcing Angel was born to provide that solution, not just like, you know, find you that person and, all right, go off and work with them, but to, you know, maintain that relationship for you as well. So, you know, what is really the benefits of having a VA in a business? Yeah, so especially Philippines, right, the country is in Southeast Asia, so the cost effectiveness of it is amazing, right? You can, you can get the same thing done, but at a third of the price of someone local. And that means that you can take off a lot of mundane tasks that you're repeating yourself in because your time is worth more than that, the cost that you could pay for a VA, right? I want to be able to do things that only I can do, right? And when I was starting out, yes, I was doing everything from social media marketing to doing everything. But I continue to audit my tasks and go, okay, I've been doing this for a while now and my VA has been just helping me with admin to say, well, I'm going to train her up to, to take over some of the bits that I've been doing again and again because I need to free up to do the next task. And eventually now I've scale myself to the point that it's out of the business. I don't have to be in the business anymore. And then my VAs continue to take over my work. And of course, if that VA gets busy uh, and gets smarter and smarter, I also then have VAs to work under that VA to continue for us to also grow as a person. Because imagine doing the same thing again and again, you know, all year, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're going to feel unmotivated and you can't grow your business if you're caught in the business and not, working on the business, getting out there, doing video content or networking, et cetera. So the, um, yeah, and the other thing about VAs is also amazing. If it, even if you have a business already and you have local staff, but how do you free up your local staff's time to do the important things that they're being paid for? So let's say a salesperson is like, you know, you pay in Australia, it might be $80,000, 70000 Australian dollars a year. Now, if they're busy, 
the first thing you, a normal business owner might think is, okay, I'm going to go and hire another salesperson because my salesperson is busy. But before you do that, have a look at their own task, right? I bet in there, there's like, it could be 70% of admin back end, you know, following up and, and entering things in the database. And if imagine having them free up 80% of that wasted time and be able to do more sales for you and pay someone cheaper to do all the other stuff, your business will grow. It's cost-effective. Your staff will also be happy as well. Yes. So you uh, mentioned about the tasks. So what are the tasks of a virtual assistant that, you know, they can offer to the business owners? Yeah. So especially in our business, we help with um, admin and marketing. And so when it comes to admin, I'm talking about entering information in the database, email management, uh, booking in appointments for you, anything that could be done virtually as an like, executive assistant, right? That would do an EA would do for you. And um, now in the admin, in the marketing space, everything from social media management, email marketing, um, what, what do you call it? Facebook uh, ads, web development, graphic design, anything that is related to marketing your business, which every business needs to market online now. So that's what a VA can do. As long as it's virtually, it can be done virtual. Anyone you can find in um, as a VA to do. So the myth is that VAs are just doing low end, you know, they don't think too much and they just do like data entry. It's not that. Depending on the skill set you need and how much you, you can, you're willing to pay for a VA, good VA, they can do a lot more than that. And depending on how much you train and care about your VA, they can grow like, for example, my my VA, who, her name is Wendy, she's been with me for seven years, started off as content writing. And, you know, she starts to become a manager of content to then recruitment manager and to just keep taking over what I do. But I just keep taking care of her and training her. I also got smarter too, you know, seven years ago, I was doing this. But you know, as I get smarter, my tasks are getting more, you know, higher impact work too. So that means VAs can really grow with you as you grow. And that's why I believe in not outsourcing tasks, fixed price, and just to anyone. It's really about finding the best person and keeping them. That's when you get the best value. So virtual assistants are, you know, people that working remotely. So that's why you, that's what, like what you said that from the Philippines. So uh, can you tell us, you know, what are the pros and cons of having a remote, remote uh, workers? Yeah. So, you know, the, the pro is that you don't have to have office space. You don't have to give them laptops and stuff because everyone who are willing to work online treat themselves as a self-employed person. That means they're going to invest in internet, in laptop. And also when we work with VAs, for we hire VAs for clients, they are also already experienced with the skill set that you're after too. So, you know, in the Philippines, a lot of you guys have already been years in the VA space and digital marketing. So there's a lot of you to be able to find. What I love about remote as well is that you can access people from everywhere. If you hire locally right here um, in one location, then you're limited to that number of people in that pool. But if you hire remotely, and let's say you don't hire from the Philippines, but you hire people from any, you can hire people from all around the world. Um, it also means that you can work all around the clock, different time zone, because some people might like to work at night when it's your morning or your morning, their night. So there's just so much more flexibility in what you can do. Um, so yeah, the remote working environment 
um, you know, allows everyone to also be there with their family and which means happier workers. So I've been online for 10 years and as my business grew, I never have an office. And even if there's like 60 VAs and 10 or 12 people internally right now that we have, none of us work in the same office. And yet we can still run an efficient business and we optimize our time. There's no travel time. There's no, you know, someone tap on your shoulder. Can I ask you a question? Can I talk to you? Anything, right? There's no like work politics and, and gossiping around, right? It's just free all that, right? Now the con is that if you don't know what you're doing online, there is, it can be inefficiency. So you don't know how to communicate online. Well, you need to learn how to use tools like Slack or, um, you know, messaging, some sort of messaging tool. You can't just email your VA and then wait around going, what is she doing? Uh, you have to also learn how to um, project manage with them, you know, communicate well with them because it's not always the VA that doesn't do well. It's if you're a client of a person hiring VA, but you don't know how, uh, well, the best ways to communicate and set expectation or assign tasks, you won't get the best value of that person. Um, and culturally too, every country will be very different. I chose to continue with the Philippines because I already got working with them. It just got easy for me to know your, your characteristic, your culture, the way you like to do things. I'm Vietnamese, by the way. I'm not Filipino. And people always say, why don't you help Vietnamese? And I say, it doesn't matter who I help, right? We're all people. For me, it's just easier because I'm already there. And we do a lot of charity in the Philippines too. Because why? Because I have people there. I can give the money and they go and help the people. Do I want to help Vietnam? Yes, I do. But I can't be everywhere and everything because there's only me right now, right? And if I could encourage more people to hire VAs, it doesn't have to be in the field. It can be anywhere. It just means that we're also creating jobs for people in developing countries from, from everywhere. So the well, yeah, so back to the cons is like you need to really understand people's culture and et cetera and um, you know, different time zones will work differently. So depending on where you are, you will need to find the right VA for that uh, time zone as well. And yeah, knowing how to uh, pay money and collect money because sometimes you work remotely and you you trust people too early and you can get screwed. And I've been I've done that before when I first started. I made all the mistakes, right? I didn't know everything from day one. All the mistakes I made is the reason why I wanted to make it easy for people. So mistakes like you know, they asked me um, to pay them more to, to do the work and I paid in advance and then they didn't do the work. I, they promised me that they will get it done this time, but then they keep buying extra time and, you know, and I keep tolerating that. It's my fault because I'm not used to it. And also giving them a bunch of tasks to do too, too much at the beginning. And then, you know, when they come back, it's not done right, right? So it, it, it's really... Um, you know, it's, it's important to kind of know how best to minimize your risk. So it means like if you give them a task, then you would make sure to ask them to, because um, you're not next to them to check their work. So you ask them, when you finish this part, can you show me? And you check, you give them feedback and you take time to really onboard and train. Then you'll have a smoother working relationship. And then you get to reap the reward of really hardworking people. Philippines are really hardworking and just loyal and, you know, it's a very cost-effective country there as well. And family-oriented people, Christian people, I love as well, <laughs> Christian-raised people. Uh, so, yeah, you get to enjoy all those other benefits if you learn to work with them effectively. I think also one of the cons in the 
uh, remote, especially in the Philippines because Philippines are, you know, like a typhoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes the, co- the connection, you know, <laughs> it yeah. will not be stable or something. Yeah. So how we get around that is, look, at the end of the day, you know, everything comes with, you know, benefit and, and, and con, like you said. But as long as the virtual assistant knows how to catch up on work, have some backup internet, backup plans. So we always ask that in the interview, we're like, you know, what, what laptop do you have? You know, what internet do you have? What happens when you have a typhoon, right? Because it happens, you know, what would you do? And they would say, oh, I, I can do this or I can do that or I have a backup computer. Or And you, what you're watching is in life, there's always going to be things that go wrong. Even for us, right? All of a sudden, something, our, our kids are sick or something happens and we can't always be as productive and predictable. But it's in how you deal with that that makes that person quality. So, you know, it doesn't matter if, one day the electricity is gone and whatever, but I know that all the other days the VA has worked so hard and always deliver. And if they catch up on their work at a later time and the output is still the same, that's the most important, right? Um, and so it's, as a business owner, you should also also have backup plans. So instead of having one VA that knows everything and you don't have a system and process, you need to already have systems and process in there. So if that person's away, either you can jump in or you already have someone trained under them to continue to have that backup plan. Because you always ask yourself, if I was hit by a bus, if someone was hit by a bus, can this business still run as is, right? So this is where system systems and process work really well. And even as a business owner, I find that if you could um, get used to doing something first, even if you do it the first round or second round and know it, then it's easy for you to train that person or understand how to give feedback to that person too. But if you have no idea what this is at all um, or don't have an ex- experienced person to help you, you won't know how to, um, I guess, you know, help that person improve. And if that person is away or something, you don't have no idea how it even works or how to do it. And that's the risk that you, you take, yeah. It's a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. So uh, can you give us, you know, like uh, uh, advice whenever, you know, uh, business owners are going to start, you know, hiring virtual assistants? So uh, w- where to start, you know, how they're going to find, you know, virtual assistant and, you know. Yeah. yeah. So first of all, I, I think the first thing to know is like, what are you going to um, offload from your task list so understanding what you're working on and what are those tasks that you're, you really need help with that you know it's repetitive low value it's not in your genius zone and not impactful to the business and then also knowing okay if I free up 20 hours a week or 40 hours a week what are you going to spend time doing and have that intention that okay I'm going to spend 10 hours networking 10 hours doing this or that so have that already set because if you aren't clear when you hire a VA you're going to be caught you know, watching over them and then what in your free time, you go on Facebook and talk to your friends and you're, you know, really haven't set the intention on how you best use that. So understanding that and then um, I guess, um, yeah, then you would go and outsource to that person. I mean, I'm pretty sure you would already know the values and, and your mission and all that. And it's really important to share with that when you're hiring people. You want people that believe in your mission, your values, and then it also helps you to, when you're looking for them, you're like, you're not just looking for the skill set. You're looking for, does this person have my value? Like if you are the person that really care about honesty and um, generosity or 
or love or whatever it is, if you're clear on your value, go out there and look for those people beyond the skill set. So your interview questions would be just not, have you done social media? Have you done this? But you're looking for the, how they answer and see if they are showing that those qualities. And it means you should also ask case scenario questions. If this happens, what would you do? Or this is that you do. And uh, yeah, that would minimize your um, chance of getting the wrong person because skills can always be taught, but the personality and characteristic is very hard to change, right? If someone's always kind of selfish and, and, and lack mentality and, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, different kind of personality, it's going to be, it's not like people can't change. It's just a long time to change. So you don't want that. And when you're recruiting, treat it like you're recruiting someone local. That means if you have ever had a job, think back of how your employer has hired you. When they hire you, they want to know why do you want to work here and ask you all these questions and take time to onboard you, train you, even pay for training and do all that stuff, right? It's because these employers want you there for the long time. They don't want to hire you to like just train you up and then uh, if I don't need you, I'll leave you because that's not the whole that's that's not where you're going to get reward so even when you hire a va have that same mindset that i'm looking for the best here and so then you take your time on board and train so where do you find these people there's so many sites as you know right depending on what country you're after there's specific sites for different country but for the philippines we have onlinejobs.ph you probably have more ideas than me or the or the names now and there's also um facebook groups for people there's just so many out there even Upwork and Freelancer and Elancer, there's just a lot of sites. But this is where it can get overwhelming. It's like, which site? If I upload, you expect to see tens and hundreds of people applying. Uh, so it just takes a bit of time to filter out, right? Interview, check, you know, talk to them and all that. So this is where Outsourcing Angel saves a lot of time. It's just a lot of interviewing process. And where you can even do a test with them. Right. If you're hiring a developer or something, don't go and send them your your whole website's login and doing everything. But you know, maybe um, minimize the risk of getting them to do some sort of task that's still technical, but on a test site or something in something that is not risky, and test their work. If you're hiring a content writer, get them to write half an article just to test. And you're not looking just for the output; you're looking at how they communicate. Like if they said, "Okay, I'll I'll, I'll send you the the article tomorrow." And then tomorrow they never even turn up. And then an hour later, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't tell you. That's a warning sign, right? And what you're looking for is in them going, hi, just letting you know that I'm working on it now and um, I'm nearly done. And here you are, right? You're already going amazing. And if their article comes back and it's not perfect, but you saw the quality in their character, you would go, you know what? This is a person that is worth hiring and I'm going to train them because it's just really a bit of a misunderstanding on the actual work, but their quality has shown shine through. Now, don't be too forgiving when you're hiring people because I've been burnt before where I was like nice and they, they missed their promises, but I was like, oh, you know, but then I, I, I don't know, I was being nice. But I think the earlier on, the better. If you notice there's something not right, take some action earlier on. Um, yeah, I think I've answered where to find them. <laughs> that what you are talking about you know because you know uh last year you know uh i have my aunt that she is uh on uh 
overseas worker, you know, uh, in Saudi. And then before the pande- pandemic, she come back to the Philippines. And, um, you know, she, because of the pandemic, you know, she didn't go back to the Saudi to work. So that's why she told me. And that my aunt is really the one who helped me before when I was young. So she's been there to me. So that's why I told her, okay, Tita, I will, you know, I will enroll you in my, in our course, you know, to do be a virtual assistant. And then after she graduated everything, I saw the pot- potential to her. So I told her, okay, I will train you in my business. And then, you know, <laughs> she become my, you know, my personal virtual assistant right now. Yeah. And she is really a good, you know, it's like she is my backbone now in my business, yes. you know, and she's really doing great, you know, because, you know, like what you said, we have the same goal. She, 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 you know, she believe in me, what I'm doing, you know, my purpose, my vision. So that's why it's so easy to work with someone that, you know, you have the same goal that believes in you and what you are doing. Yeah, once there's a trust. It just makes it easy because in business, it's, it's not smooth. You know, there's always going to be hurdles and learnings and things, but it's them being able to ride with you on it rather than um, just expecting you to hiring someone just to do the task. It's not what, yeah, what we're after. Yeah. And actually, it's like a, also encouragement to me because every time, <laughs> you know, she will ask, you know, she will uh, tell me the feedback from my clients and my students. And it's really, you know, boost me also to do more, you know, because I know there, there is someone that's helping me in my study. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think um, when you start to have a team, like a, even a group of VAs and stuff, you start to feel like you're, it's your second family, you know, mm-hmm. that you want to work hard and, and make more money to help them and to help others and to hire, to help more people like her, like her right? And it makes business more exciting and interesting. It's not about just making money. It's about, um, you know, having these amazing people around you and, and, and help one another and, and build something together. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thank you very much, Aline, for wonderful conversation and sharing about virtual assistant because yeah, right now, you know, we're still in pandemic, you know, people are still in need of people that can help us in our online businesses. So that's why, uh, yeah, right now in pandemic, uh, they appreciate more how to work from home. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, businesses are more open-minded to, oh, working online actually, you know, works, you know, and right. I don't, <laughs> here. So I'm really excited for what this year uh, has to uh, show but also you know I think as a uh, another advice I'd say for business owners is find people that um, if you need help with VAs right find people that have that experience too so for you um, you're in the e-commerce space in uh, affiliate marketing and so you know working with you working with the right expert in anything you do is going to give you the best result like for us when people come to us and they just want you know general marketing and admin assistant and permanent staffing kind of you know, I want to make sure that these people never leave me and, and you help me create a great culture, then come to us, right? And if they, um, when they're looking for maybe like um, advanced accounting type VA or engineering or whatever, we don't do that, you know, or call center VAs, we don't do that and we refer them to the right person. So I think it's important to, yeah, find the right people that can help you and, and yeah, save time and cost you work with the, the agencies, the experts, yeah. 
thank you very much uh, for being with me and thank you for uh, you guys that are watching this video. Uh, God bless. God bless and thank you Divine for this amazing conversation.